Hey guys, welcome back to the MatchNet podcast. This episode I want to share with y'all is matching stories with Robert and Karina and Wonky and Kayoko. I think you're going to really appreciate this episode if you are in a matching process or you're trying to figure out what this matching process actually looks like in real life. You probably just heard my daughter screaming in the other room. That's okay. <laughs> or you maybe are experiencing a bottleneck or a constraint in your own matching process, especially if in relationship with your parents. If you're trying to figure out how to have these conversations with your parents and you're not able to break through, then these stories are really going to help you a lot. So I hope you enjoy. And of course, if you do enjoy this episode, then I would encourage you to share it with somebody that you love, your parents, your child, whoever it may be, because the only reason we do this is to help folks just like you at home to go through this matching and blessing thing. And the conversation really starts when we just talk about and share about, and that's why we do this. All right. If you don't want this episode to see the light of day and you don't want this podcast to grow, then don't share it with anybody. Of course, I'm kidding. We love you guys. <laughs> All right. Enjoy. We're going to actually invite up our first couple. Um, they're from Texas and their names are Wonky and Kayako Todd. So I'm very excited to welcome them up for their first testimony here. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is uh, Wonky and Todd. This is my wife, Kayako. Hi. <laughs> uh, so, we'll, so we were uh, blessed in 2017. Um, so we've been married for three and a half years now. Um, so I imagine testimony is very unique, um, kind of different. Um, so just real quick, I, I grew up in Bath, Maine, um, small fishing town. Um, in Maine, there's about 10 active families in the church. Um, so the thing about growing up in Maine, so every time when there's something new that comes up about matching, um, we get the news last, and um, we don't get a lot of information when it comes to the matching or the blessing. Um, so when I met Kaiko in uh, New York, I was living in New York. I was living in Terrytown. Um, I told my dad, like, hey, dad, um, there's a sister that I met in New York, and I'm thinking of sharing my profile picture um, to her parents. And he said, that's wonderful. I'm all for it. For it. Um, just good luck. Cause you kind of have to do it by yourself. Um, cause he has no idea where to begin with the matching. Um, so our matching was kind of very independent. Um, our, our parents, you know, they were very active with our matching. Um, just my parents, they were in Texas at the time and Kaiko's parents was in Japan. Um, so it was just the two of us in New York. Um, we had a lot of support with our friend Justin Okamoto. He's the one that introduced us uh, to each other. Um, so yeah, it was really independent. We kind of had to do everything by ourselves um, when it comes to the match and how to begin, um, what, what's the right steps to take. Um, so yeah, we, we met in Terrytown, New York. Um, the first time I met Kaiko was at Camp Sunrise. Um, it was a regional Sunday service, and we did a little workshop after the Sunday service, and we we're partnering up together to kind of talk about divine principle, what we believe in the principle. Um, and the first time I met Kaiko, she actually thought I was first generation. Um, mm -hmm. See, because I had a big beard. It was like down to here. I had gauges, tattoos. Um so she, she had no idea I was actually second generation. Um, so we started talking about the principle a little bit, you know, what kind of inspires us about the church and uh, when it comes to divine principle. And 
I think it was what four months later, about a couple months later, mm-hmm. maybe two months later. Um, she came over to the to the second gen house in Terrytown to have lunch with Justin Okamoto and his wife because um, they're about to move to Japan, and um, I was kind of searching for my match. I, you know, I tried a couple of times. It never worked out for me. Um, and then Justin Okamoto, he, I was out, it's kind of funny. So I was outside. Um, I think I was chopping firewood or something. Um, and, uh, he calls me and goes, Hey, uh, one of the sister, the sister that you met at Camp Sunrise, uh, she's here. We're having lunch together. You should come over and introduce yourself again. Um, I was like, man, I don't know what to say. And he goes, uh, don't worry about it. Just come over and ask for some sugar or something. <laughs> so, so I came over. I was like, hey, neighbor, uh, do you guys have any sugar? I went out. And then that was kind of like <laughs> the excuse to come over and introduce myself to Kaiko. And uh, we, yeah, we just sat down, had lunch together with, with Okamoto's. I explained I was a Sunday school teacher, uh, what I was doing with the, with the church. And then, yeah, so that's how I kind of got started. Um, Justin Okamoto was kind of like a match in Avaja um, for like a week. And then he just took off to Japan. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that's kind of like my, my part of the testimony. <laughs> um, I think Kaiko can fill you out with the West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like for me, um, so I met him in Camp Sunrise, and then I actually I was so scared of him because he has so <laughs> like, big beard, and I've never seen those kind of second gens. And I thought he's much older than me, but actually he wasn't. <laughs> he was younger than me, and I was so surprised. And then, yeah, so Justin Okamoto, he's uh, he told me he's gonna find match for me <laughs> I was finding and then my parents were finding someone for me in Japan but uh, it didn't work well so I kind of say oh yes please find someone for me and then uh, Justin uh, but he was going to Japan so that day Wonky came over over I was so sad about Justin and Justin and his wife, my best friends are going back to Japan. And then I was so sad. I didn't kind of expect about Wonky as coming and he's introduced himself, but I didn't listen to it actually. <laughs> and then after the Justin asked me, how about Wonky? And what do you mean? And he said, how about Wonky for your match? Wow. Wait, <laughs> I was so confused and I asked um, him, I asked Justin to give me a profile of Wonky because I don't know him. <laughs> and then since I grown up in Japan and then my parents are Japanese, so I just wanted to show Wonky's profile to my parents and then Justin sent me Wonky's picture and profile and I sent it to my parents <laughs> and then my parents was so surprised I mean 
they at the first time they say no because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because Wonky had a big beard. The Japanese people never expecting kind of second gen like big beard with gauges and then my parents were like why he has beard <laughs> i say i don't know <laughs> and then they asked me why wait does he have tattoos <laughs> and then you know tattoos for yakuza <laughs> in japan so they were like oh okay maybe not this time maybe no <laughs> and i talked to justin oh well my parents didn't like him and then justin was no they're misunderstanding <laughs> because japanese stereotype so um justin kind of he set up the meeting for Wonky's mom and then my parents. And then my, Wonky's mom called my parents and then they talk about the Matsen process in Japanese. And then my parents totally changed. <laughs> and my parents really liked Wonky's mom. <laughs> and then they say like, oh my God, she's so, she's so awesome. She's so, oh, amazing and then yeah let's do it okay <laughs> and that's the starting point yeah i do want that. yeah so um <laughs> i'm not sure how much time uh, we have left oh yeah a little bit um so yeah like i said you know it was for for us it was very really interesting um very very different um, because both of our parents, her parents were in Japan, my parents was in Texas at the time. Um, so it was really independent for us. Um, we kind of had to, six minutes left, so we had to kind of like MacGyver our way into educating ourselves uh, when it comes to the matching, um, like reading the matching handbook. Um, just for me personally, I had to find somebody in the community to help me out and educate uh, myself, um, to kind of teach me the, the ropes about the matching, you know, the steps to take. Um, that was Aunt Debbie, um, Debbie Galloway in New York. Um, she helped me a lot. Um, uh, so it was really interesting. Um, and uh, I think my biggest advice is to, uh, you know, the, just to have fun with it. Um, of course, the matching is very, um, is very uh, important. Um, and there's a lot of values behind it. Um, there's a purpose behind it. But I think, you know, especially doing the matching, it's just to have fun, you know, go on dates and just figure out, you know, who the person you are going to get matched with, you know, who they are, what they, what they like. Um, like I, I love peanut butter and Kaiko hates peanut butter, <laughs> you know, something like that. Um, and, you know, and uh, the first time I picked her up, you know, I had metal music in the car and she was just, <laughs> what is this noise? <laughs> so it's, um, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Uh, trying to think what's 
What's another thing we can talk about? Do you have any advice? Oh uh, yeah. Um, so like why? So after my parents say yes, uh, there's a reason why I decided like get to get math with him was uh, he talked about his past very honestly. Like he didn't talk about like very good thing, <laughs> but you know, everything in the past. And then I feel like uh, he had a past, but it shows like that heavenly parents really loves him. And then heavenly parents really want to love him. So I felt it, felt it um, from his story uh, from the past. And then I really appreciate it. I mean, I, I really love to his honestly, uh, honest mind. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's the reason I decided to get math. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I, would, I didn't know if you guys were done. No, if you have something to close it out, go ahead. Oh yeah, you know, just just real quick, you know, um, it, fifteen minutes is it's uh, is a short time, <laughs> so it, I'm trying to figure out, you know, kind of cut cut it short and um, trying to figure out what what to say. But um, yeah, I think that's really important is to be really honest your matching process um even your first introduction with each other you know everyone has skeletons right in the closet i guess you can say and it's good to be honest um you know it's good to be honest about your past and where you are with the church um even though you, you know you might not 100 understand the divine principle which is okay you know it's just to be 100 honest with each other um it really helps, you know, down the road, especially, you know, in the, in, after, you know, in the blessing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anyways, guys, thank you so much for sharing your story. I, I, I mean, I don't know you both at all, but getting to know you a little bit through your sharing, I'm just super, this is very unique. Like you said, very unique because um, I mean, I'm just visualizing you with the big beard and the big gauges because I see that you have earrings and stuff and, and I see you have some tattoos and I, I look at um, Kayako and I'm like seeing she's very different. You guys are very different. And um, maybe for people that are even matching supporters that are tuning in, like they're thinking, see, it can, it can work. You know, it's not that, you know, someone who's got a lot of tattoos, heavy metal, all this stuff couldn't be with. Uh, you know, a cute little Japanese girl or, you know, whatever. And I think it's just very, it's very cool to see um, how it all un unfolded and how you were both really committed to finding, you know, a match and being open, right? Because even her, she's like trying to present this to her parents and she knows it's going to be a little bit of a hurdle, but she knows, she sees the heart behind, you know, who the person is behind you, Wonky. And I think just all that is like, you never should judge a book by its cover. There's just so much um, that you guys were un uncovering in your story that I really think a lot of people could um, be like, wow, like, look at this couple. 
like they're just so great and it's so like anyway it's just very cute and I really loved your story so thank you so much for sharing and that whole point of being open and honest and not being afraid that that will scare her away or you know because in the end that's what that's like the foundation of creating your relationship right and being that open so it takes a lot of bravery um yeah anyways really cool so thank you so much for sharing guys so, okay so thank you so much so um just moving on into our next couple uh we have uh awesome couple that's an international couple also and we have robert and karina cunningham so we're very excited to hear from them thanks jessica <clears throat> hi everyone uh Thanks for having us here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thank you so much. Uh, we have just 15 minutes to share our story. So uh, I guess we're gonna go right to it. Yeah. Um, so I'm from Uruguay and I was 19 years old when I was told that uh, I was youth pastor back then. And they told me, there is going to be a workshop in Korea, GTGY workshop, first one in the history for a youth leader. Do you want to go? And I asked, like, oh, when it is? Is it? It's in two weeks. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not prepared for this. But I really felt in my heart, like, I have to go, isn't it? Like, I have to go to that uh, workshop. So, yeah. Um, we i did all the all the all the planning and whatever before i realized i was flying to korea for my first time um in my life and in korea uh, we were like there and the, the groups like it was really amazing it was 1000 uh youth Mm. um young people there and uh, so it was like the biggest yeah from all over the world from all over the world the biggest uh crowd of young people i ever seen in just one single place and they they made their groups like randomly isn't it like by game three people five people seven people you know that that game that you get together as a group and and then i i moved to another group because i wanted to be the translator uh, because I knew Portuguese and, Korea and English, so I could translate for, for a group. And then suddenly Robert came to my group as well, uh, because he wanted to uh, be in a place where he didn't have... Um, uh, other yeah. G GPA members, because I was uh, <laughs> I was in my going into my third year, and I felt like, hey, this is my first workshop. Uh, it's been a while since I was just a participant. So I was like, I just want to be a participant. I'm going to be away from other people. So actually, I got out of this one group and went to this group. Yeah. So we ended up being in the same group. And I saw him. And from the moment I saw him, I was like, wow, he's really such a good brother. He's a really good person. Like, you can see he, Robert, he just like emanates a vibration of like goodness and <laughs> kindness. So I was like, wow, no, I never felt something like us. I've never met someone like him, isn't it? So, you know, in the workshop, brother and sister, we were like talking uh, with each other. But of course, like, uh, I kind of have like a crush on him. Like, uh, oh, this brother can be really good. Oh my gosh, his brother. But I wasn't the only one, like all the, the sisters in my group have a crush on Robert so uh nice. so I was like kind of like oh struggling with that but I remember I was in the 21 day workshop and I was like 
I I don't wanna I don't wanna this to be the center of my workshop. I came here to like connect with God and connect with brothers and sisters. And I was walking to the uh, tree of blessing, and I remember like feeling like Robert is such a, a like pure person, uh, humble heart. I kind of like uh, make him. I kind of just like have this feeling for him without his permission or without God's permission, isn't it? So I really pray there, like offering my feelings to God, to him, to God. And I, I just felt like a relief that I never felt in my life. Like, ah, kind of like everything I like, I still appreciate him as a brother and sister, but I, I just as a brother, but I just didn't have that the strong crush obsession, isn't it? On my mind about him. Uh, so, so that was really beautiful for me. And back then, yeah. Yeah, for me, my impression, I mean, she was kind of like the glue for our team. I remember that. And I was always just like impressed by like how she was like translating between like our Portuguese, like our members who were from Brazil and then with those of us who spoke English and just like, and I was pretty impressed by that and just with talking. But to be honest with you, I was really just, I guess, focused on the workshop. So I didn't, I didn't have any feelings like that myself um, <laughs> at the time. And uh, so for me, it was just like, hey, I met a really, really cool people. Um, and but then I went on with my life. <laughs> I, went, <laughs> I went on to GPA after that for my third year, like I said. Um, and uh, yeah, I feel like that year had a lot of experiences that helped me to start preparing uh for one it was like my parents for the first time got an approach from a couple of the people and i remember the first time i was like oh my gosh this is real like this could happen so actually having that experience helped me to start being like okay i have to really prepare i have to take this really seriously um <clears throat> but i think one of the biggest uh Right. Yeah. Well, one of the biggest things that I felt was still kind of uh, blocking me from really feeling ready for the matching was a struggle I had with pornography. And I was fortunate enough that when I came out of GPA that I met High Noon and then through High Noon, like things just changed for me like 180 degrees. And so it was it, I remember being in such a different place at the end of 2017 and starting 2018, where I really felt free and I really felt like wow, you know, like, I, like, I don't know, I, I just felt like maybe this is the year. I, I don't know, for some reason, I felt like 2018 was going to be a really big year. Yeah. So by, for me, like, after we met, like, my life continued, of course, I was a still youth pastor. Um, and yeah, I, I was still like, uh, studying and doing all the things. And, but I have an opportunity to travel and i was after my seven day fasting uh, i was starting to get ready and and i i always thought like oh whenever i see my future husband i will see him i'm gonna know that it's him isn't it but what happened is like i had that experience with a brother um and like get not obsessed but like i thought like i thought it was a spiritual message he's the one and there were like so many points like common things that they were like oh my gosh this is a person isn't it and like um and and 
it, I really struggle because like, okay, that family they are saying like, I'm not ready. So I was like, should I wait? Should I not wait? Uh, should I wait? Because it was a message from Kevin that he he's not ready. So maybe I just need to wait for him. Uh, but in all that process and struggling and a lot of anxiety and a lot of nervous, I realized that uh, I wasn't having the right heart to become the matching process. Like my heart should be like, uh, I'm open to anyone, isn't it? So I, re I I started to really be serious about like, hey, I'm actually not ready because I'm not having the heart, isn't it? So I started to really uh, go uh, strong with uh, really like, okay, I'm not yet there, but I'm gonna do, start to do conditions and I'm gonna be open. And I wanna uh, like, whenever I sit to write my matching papers, I want to feel like any person can be and I'm okay. I don't want to be thinking about someone else, isn't it? So, so I was, I, I work on that. That was my goal. And at the end of 2017, I sent a message, uh, like a video message, uh, let everyone know about a fishing condition for the unification of North, North and South America that we have here uh, in Uruguay, uh, starting by True Father. And on all those people, I send a message, I, I send it to Robert and uh, Robert was like, oh, I'm so sorry, I cannot participate, but please let me know how it was. Uh, so I sent him like a follow-up about here's how it was and everything. And then after that, immediately he asked me like, and how is the weather in Uruguay? I was like, what do you want to know about the weather in Uruguay? <laughs> like, so I went, ah, something I forgot to say, tell is like in 2016, I told my dad about Robert because he was constantly asking me, well, so what kind of person you want in for the matching? What kind of person you want for the matching? So I, like, I mentioned Robert's name in 2016, uh, but of course, like, it wasn't ready. So back, we were at, like, now, uh, 2018, beginning of 2018, and I come to my dad, Ma, dad, remember, like, that name I mentioned in 2002 years ago? He's asking me, how is the weather in Uruguay right now? <laughs> and, like, he was like, he's just want to talk, just talk to him. There's not nothing wrong there. He's just a brother asking you about the weather in Uruguay. I was like, he can Google Google that in, in, in the internet. I was like, okay, stop freaking out. Just just answer. Okay, so I started to answer and write um, with him a couple messages. Yeah, and I mean, for me, I think uh, it was like someone that I met two years ago and it was like, oh, well, that's really cool what you're doing. And I guess I thought I'd just take the opportunity to kind of catch up. Like, yeah, what is what is your life like in Uruguay? Maybe that wasn't the best conversation starter. I don't know. It was good. I was just being traumatic. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, that's just where we began kind of talking again and really actually kind of getting to know each other. Because I, I didn't remember too much of our interactions from, uh, from GTG. Hmm. But... There, there was when like we started just kind of just sharing just like oh things about ourselves um and pretty quick i guess because it was the beginning of the year we both were sharing a little bit of things that we're now trying in the new year and for me i was doing a, a blog uh i started a personal blog and uh she also was like wow i also do a blog or i i used to do a blog that's so cool like and then she said something so cute she's just like remember in gtg now kimi said that we need to have uh, like someone to keep us accountable to support us in these goals that we have and I remember thinking like that is so wow okay <laughs> sure like let's be accountability uh partners in yeah this. so we say like a, a accountability like 
uh, we're gonna write one blog per month and if someone else like if he doesn't write his 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 blog in a month i had to write two so that was like yeah, same, the, yeah. the, the, the the kind of like the deal yeah so it's interesting and it felt like we were just kind of like having a, a friendship in a way you know mm. um but to be honest i started to really like kind of have see things that i really respected uh, I like this. I like the certain values that I seen that we shared as we just kind of talked. Um, for us, it was really just like once a week. It was like I sent a message, and then yeah. a week later she sent a message. He, and he will I take like three to four days to answer to me. So of course, I will take three or four days at least to reply. And then yeah. like us, <laughs> I I couldn't show. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so I, but then I remember thinking like, hey, she could be someone that I could maybe sort of process with. So I uh, told my parents about it, but for even myself, I didn't feel quite like ready. At, I don't know. I was like, okay, probably like maybe late in the year. We'll see, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. So I, of course I will continue updating my dad about my conversation with Robert. And I, a part of me wanted, like, didn't want it to be like, uh, I thought he would never gonna, he wasn't ready and he wasn't the person for me just because I thought he would say no to me. So I, I just really kept like, I didn't want to have illusions about or any expectation. And I really wanted to keep it as a, a friendship because I already went through the process of like uh, an illusion to be broken and it was really hard, isn't it, to take it out from my mind. So I was like, I, I'm not gonna put, have any illusion with someone else uh, without having like an official matching, isn't it? So. I was like, okay, this is not gonna happen. I finished my matching papers and I was getting ready to go to Toronto as an exchange student. So my dad contacted uh, David Stewart uh, to check if there's a place for me where I can live. And my dad, instead of saying like, hello, uh, Mr. Stewart, uh, uh, do you where do you think my daughter can live? He said, "Hello, Mr. Sewer. Do you know the fam Cunningham family?" And <laughs> so they started to talk about, "Yeah, I know him. Yeah, can you ask them if they actually can have like a um, can can you ask if they can uh, my daughter and his son can start a matching process?" And yeah, that was out of my will. Like I never asked my dad to do that. And he came in and he told me like, what do you did, what? So I was like, okay, my heart was like, stop. I was like so nervous. And it's like, okay, I, I don't know what is gonna happen. And so, well, and then at the next day, literally the next day I received a message from Robert saying like, hello, Karina, it's been very beautiful to talk with you, but I think we, I'm getting, I wanna get ready for the matching process. And I think we should uh, pause our uh, back and forward communication. So pause. Okay. He want to stop talking. Okay. It's a no. You see that? What do you did? You ruined my friendship. What are you doing? What you told him? I never asked you to do that. Now I have such a beautiful friendship with him and you just ruined it. Yeah, I was so crying, upset. <laughs> like I was so, 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 uh, I don't know, like, um yeah like so frustrated with like because of the situation and yeah it was like that couple of days mm. <laughs> and then for me like on my side uh actually i hadn't heard that they my her parents had approached my parents so when i decided that i wanted to send that message of like hey i think we should pause this you know conversation we've been having i literally i didn't know about the the proposal so i actually i sent it and then the next day, my dad, I was helping him with work, I think, and we were driving back. 
and he told me he's like hey so we actually we got another proposal we got one from the the Mendez family I was like really I was like oh my gosh and I was just like I was like Papa I I told the I told her like to stop talking like yesterday and then immediately I got on and like I told her I was like hey you know like uh you know what I said that wasn't in response to your proposal but I think we still need to take a break so we can actually like pray about this and you know figure this out so uh from that point we decided to do like a 40-day condition uh with our parents and to pray about it um and yeah okay one minute just sure. for him to well, share yeah i just i think it was kind of amazing the way that god can kind of like answer us i feel in in, in prayer when we're really seeking an answer you know because this was like the first time that i really was considering this person and like well, I was like wow, am i ready for this stage you know should we take this this step i don't know you know so like so i remember really praying in that time and i think i was doing like a probably a reading condition something and i remember one one night i had this like experience where i felt like god i could i, I almost felt like like a fatherly voice or in my mind that was kind of like like do you know how special she is like who are you you know, and I remember being like really hit by that, you know, and it made me just consider like, oh, wow, that's God's heart for, you know, everybody, you know, God's like, this is all his precious children, you know, and I felt like I was just really trying to me make me sure and clear. It's like, hey, like, you know, if you're going to do this and like, um, I'll go forward, then like, this is a serious kind of thing, you know, um, and yeah, it's, it's been nice to know, like, I, I still fondly think about that because, I realize just like more and more how special she is. She is so. Now. Yeah. So this is our matching story. We, not, maybe with another time we can share more about the matching process. But yeah, that's how we met. <laughs> uh, thank you guys. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, yeah, definitely really sweet. A lot of good information from you guys also. I was just thinking, you know, it's just funny when you go to programs, you don't always, yeah, especially if you're the global talk and you're not really thinking, maybe I know something maybe for girls, I know that was for me, but like, it's a little bit on your mind, but I just love how you don't expect it. You kind of have a first encounter and then, yeah, you go on your separate ways and somehow, you know, get reconnected through all these different ways. And it's just really interesting and cool to see how God kind of led you guys back together. Um, I also, another point that I really loved is I love how mature, you know, you guys had a really mature, you know, approach. I felt like Robert, you had some things to deal with that you're like, I need to take care of this. And then even Karina, you're like, eh, well, especially with that other brother, you're like, I have all these emotions and maybe I'm just not ready because, right? you know, and because of that decision, you guys can work on some things. And then when you get, when the timing was better, you know, you come around and I also love how bold your your uh, dad and your parents were creative because i think that is also really important too so those that are listening in i think that there is a lot of benefits to being a little bit bold whether as like just a candidate you know you think you're feeling something you kind of go for it um or parents just being like you know like hi mr stewart like i know the stewart family so well and i could just see yeah uncle david anyways and then you'd be like so what's a cunningham family like i just love that it's just you know bold direct and um, but, you know, and then also another thing that I really think is really cool is like, you know, you can easily have miscommunication, but able, you're able to correct that quickly. And sometimes things seem really bad, 
but it's actually not that bad. And you never know in the end what is really going on. So that's another thing that I think can happen a lot in matching processes and things like that. A lot of miscommunication, but sometimes it's better to kind of see what really is going on behind the scenes. But anyways, guys, thank you so much. Like such a sweet story. I love both these couples. Like I love hearing the stories. Like they're just so great because it's all unique and different and God works in so many different ways. So, okay. So I'm going to turn it over to Isaac and uh, we'll see if there's questions and go from there. Um, but the first question is for Waki and Kayako. Try to put these two questions, they're related, I'll put them together. Um, but what do you think was the biggest difference between you guys that you felt was the most difficult to overcome? And a little follow-up is, do you feel like your differences complement each other or sometimes like you're too different from each other? Hey, can you repeat that one more time? No problem. <laughs> what was the Thank biggest you. difference between you guys that you felt was the most difficult to overcome? And do you feel like your differences are mostly like compliments to each other or sometimes are they, are they, you know, more challenges? I think, um, yeah, I think it's definitely a little bit of both um, compliments and then definitely, you know, challenges too. Mm. Um, but I think our differences really helped us overcome a lot of challenges, um, loving each other unconditionally. Um, try to understand each other, you know, you know, kind of got background, you know, um, family situations. Um, so, you know, I just share work quick, you know. I, I think one thing that Kaiko struggled uh, a lot with, I think there's a lot of stuff, but I think one <laughs> is, um, so I started smoking cigarettes, you know, since age 10 or 11, right? So it's an on and off relationship with uh, cigarettes. Um, you know, even to the, to this day, you know, she, she, she knows that I struggle with, uh, I don't smoke now. I take the nicotine gum, but, um, it's just, especially with my line of work, um, I do junk removal kind of construction kind of work. So it's hard work, um, one hours. So, you know, kind of like that, for example, you know, that's a, a difference, you know, between us, I'm, you know, it's, uh, I think that's one of the struggles that, you know, one of the differences that she struggles a lot, but she, I'm really happy that, you know, she kind of loved me unconditionally, um, no matter what um, my, you know, my good and bad. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... A lot of things. I think we don't have common thing, like too different. Everything is too different. And I, I'm not sure what is the biggest one, but the music we listen to different and foods we like. And then everything's language different, culture, everything. But like I, I found like at the first date, um, I kind of realized he's too different from me, but he started to witness to random person. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I felt like oh, the, that's the common thing between us. Like we have divine principle. We have same like true parents. That's the common thing. That's why like, we could kind of 
overcome challenges because we have same uh, faith mm. <laughs> thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know. You we, don't. We, we we have a lot of uh, differences and struggles, um, but I think in a way, you know, it helps us to grow in our life of faith. Definitely is to. Um, you know, definitely understand each other. Mm. Um, like she said, you know, we, we both have the principle and that's one thing that we have, you know, we can understand each other. Even with our life of faith, it's different. Our mm. relationship with God's different. What inspires us but the church is 100% different. And, uh, you know, we, we help each other out. 100%, you know, we help each other out when we, you know, to understand, you know, you know, maybe, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing so honestly and openly with us. Um, I can tell the audience was really inspired by your answers that you're sharing. Right, that even if even if we may be so different, right, still we have this common base uh, from true parents from the principle. We want to you know be completely committed to each other. It's really beautiful. Thank you. All right. Next question is for Robert and Karina. Um, both of you shared in your matching process, you had this experience of, you know, bringing it to God, bring it to Heavenly Parent and offering it up. Um, so I was wondering if you could, you could share a little bit on that, on the importance of that vertical connection with God uh, through your matching process. I mean, I, I think even as uh, Wonky and Kayoko were saying, it's like, you know, we each need our own relationship with God, you know, <clears throat> and I think that's a really important uh, thing to have before you begin the process is like your unique connection with God, you know? And um, I think that was just like personally pretty important to me as I was developing as a person. I didn't know if I, I was motivated, but the fact that like, oh, because I want to get matched, I need this relationship with God. I just felt like, yeah, that was important in my life to really feel connected. And I was fortunate for the experiences I had um, to, you know, through GPA, um, to really build the foundation for my life of faith. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, anything come to mind for you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I I think like the preparation for to get like in the matching process is like to become a, 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 a really good person, isn't it? So I, I realized in the age of 15 that everything I will do will be as a preparation for the matching for my future husband, isn't it? So I started to write letters at the age to my future husband at the age of 15, one letters per month. Um, and in the day of the, of the blessing, I gave him like a 100 letters book uh, with all the letters uh, since uh, for seven years. And, and like we review, isn't it? Like we read them again uh, this year and it, it really like everything, everything that you do, it becomes like a preparation for uh, your future family, for your future um, husband, uh, wife, isn't it? So it's like, of course, like we need that preparation with God and it's, uh, that connection, uh, connection with uh, your parents and for, for your sake, but everything, like everything becomes like a preparation for like a, a great family, isn't it? So um yeah I, I would add that like um connecting like god with each each of your steps you're doing to get ready for the matching mm -hmm. process isn't it 
and actually she wrote letters not just to her husband she wrote letter future husband she wrote letters to god actually right mm. so actually there's like double well at some point she merged the two because she's like oh well i'm writing the same thing in a way but <laughs> um yeah for a long period of time she was also writing to both yeah mm. well that's beautiful that uh, must have been such a great gift they could oh, give to robert you can share it together that's awesome so blown away <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you that's yeah that's a great practice something great we can share with our younger brothers and sisters. Thank you so much. All right, next questions for both couples, um, but I'll start with Wonky and Kaiko and then we'll go over to Robert and Karina. Um, was there a time during your matching process that you doubted the way forward? And if so, what kept you going or got you through that time? Telling myself that, you know, I wasn't worthy enough. Um, I wasn't worthy enough. Um, for Kaiko. Um, and, and the reason is because of my history, my past. Um, <clears throat> I was kind of expecting to get matched with someone who already has, I guess, history or a past. Um, so they somewhat, you know, somewhat understand you know the the stuff I did or the even the stuff I was doing at the time um or where I was with my life of faith but um yeah so I think that's one thing you know I kind of doubted on the way um because you know Kaiko is a I mean she's wicked smart because she she moved to America and went to college for four years they know the language, they know the culture. The only reason why she moved to America is because she read father's words talking about the UN and how important it is um, to be connected with the UN. And she got inspired. And uh, so that's why she decided to go to college in New York. Um, you know, and for me, it just, <laughs> um, you know, I never graduated ninth grade. You know, I got my GED. And uh, so, yeah, I think that's one thing I kind of doubted. It's just like, am I worthy enough um, to even have such a beautiful, you know, smart wife? Um, so I think I was scared. You know, I, I was really scared to make that big move. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I never thought about it. I mean, I think it's because the, this matching process was kind of really um, smooth for me. Mm. And then I felt like my, my parents always told me that too, but like this process was kind of like spiritual world kind of pushed. <laughs> and then, yeah, maybe true heavenly parents pushed. So, uh, I never thought of, like doubt about it. I mean, mm. struggling, yes, but <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so. mm. Okay, so there's never really a moment of doubt for you, Kaiko. <clears throat> now, Wonky, I wanted to go back to what you were saying. No, I mean, no. <laughs> I've never thought about like, someone else. But... <laughs> mm. No. <laughs> Okay, I wanted to go back to what you were saying. I want to go back to what you were saying about, um, you know, feeling that fear and that doubt. 
um, that feeling of unworthiness. So what, what helped you to get through that, uh, through those feelings? For sure. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think definitely talking about it, bringing up my past um, with Kayako. Um, I mean, it's uh, it's a long story, but um, this way being honest with her, you know, uh, my mistakes, um, stuff I'm not proud of. Um, this way having trust in God, um, for sure. Because uh, I really believe that God is always watching and he knows the, the conditions that we make. Um, so there's always a blessing and enter the tunnel. Uh, but we kind of have to do the work to get to that blessing. Um, so I think my, my faith in, in your parents and God and a lot of communication with, with my, my old man, my dad. Um, and like I said, you know, if you're a second gen and your parents are not there, I, I really suggest finding someone that you can talk to, mm-hmm. an aunt, an uncle, an older set brother or sister, anybody you know because um, it's a big move and but you're not alone so yeah there's always there to get someone there to give you guidance yeah great thank you Wonky. it's really great all right same question for robert and karina um, was there a time during your conversation or your matching process that you doubted the way forward and what kept you going what kept you going or got you through it? Um, for myself, I think like my biggest struggle in the matching process was like a different of expectations in families of how the matching process uh, work. And like, there wasn't nothing bad or, or wrong about it, but I guess I have like, say, like having unspoken expectations uh, from both sides and like not really Com- compromise it, compromise that uh, I really struggle with that uh, during that but I do remember like my what may help me to um, go through was like I uh, really remember like feeling like this is worthy this is worthy to to fight for this is worthy to keep going this is worthy to 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 uh, to overcome isn't it and even if it was difficult, like uh, having my my mind not just in the struggle of the moment, but having my mind in like what is to come, isn't it? So um, I def- and definitely um, find out later that it was more than worth it, isn't it? So um, thanks, God. Yeah. Great. Thank you, Karina. Robert? Yeah, I, I feel like, per, honestly speaking, I didn't have too much doubt about our our couple, t- to be honest. I mean, um, as always, I mean, there's some challenging things that come up every once in a while. But <clears throat> yeah, I think I think my my family uh, did some of the proactive doubting for us, or like questioning. You know, I'm like, are, are you sure? You know, like, and um, that was. Uh, valuable and but at the same time I think I had to learn how to control my own reaction you know <clears throat> I, I say it lightly but you know as families can be you know we can have our strong opinions we can have our strong uh feelings so I think I really had to learn how not to take it so personally you know and like realize 
hey, like, you know, they're, they're free to share what they want, what they do think. And ultimately, they're trying to come from a place of care, you know. So, <clears throat> yeah, that, for me, I just felt that was a really big uh, growth that I needed to go through. And I guess what I would, might say to anybody is like, I think like the matching my experience is such a growing process for everyone involved, you know, you definitely going through the process, but then <clears throat> even for your families, I mean, I felt like with my, with my family, we had to take our relationship and strive to go to the next level and work out things that probably had been under the surface for a while, you know? <clears throat> and so it was kind of God's way of like shaking it up and bringing it to the surface and try to create that harmony and, and <clears throat> even healing in some sense. Yeah, I think that's a really important point to bring up the, the family, you know, definitely be involved, especially if you have siblings, they'll probably give their opinions and things like that. Um, but it's all part of the process, as you said, of, of growing together as a family, especially as joining together as two families. And thank you, Karina, too. I really liked that point of, you know, looking forward and thinking, you know, kind of reminding ourselves this is this is worth it, right? This is, this is going to... Um, no, this is my blessing. This is a, a, my eternal blessing um, that I'm investing in. So thank you. Our right, one final question for both couples. Um, I'll just kind of leave it open because I, yeah, this came up in both couples' testimonies, uh, kind of at two different uh, extremes, but I, I wanted to hear some thoughts on the importance of first impressions. I'd say it's important to a certain degree, right? Of course. Um, but like I, like I shared, like I didn't, I didn't have like fireworks you know, when I first met Karina, but I, I really did think I'm like, wow, this is a like awesome person, you know, cool, cool person to like uh, spend this workshop with. Um, yeah, enough. She made enough of an impression that like when it came time to like kind of talk, like I kind of like I was like, oh, yeah, like I, I would like to kind of get to know this person a little bit more. I don't know. That's, that's what I'd say. Yeah, uh, I don't know. First impression, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much. And I, I think that I think uh, Wonky and, and Kayoko has a better answer for that. <laughs> Their story is more focused on that. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> it's tough to say because you know, even when I was talking to Justin Okamoto about the match, and you know, I think everyone kind of has like you know. So, you know, if they have a specific someone they're kind of looking for in a match. Um, when I when I was talking to Justin about my match, you know, I even said that, you know, I'm kind of open. Um, you know, I'm open to getting matches with someone that already had a relationship before. Um, or, you know, that's not 100%, you know, you know, they, they may not really believe in true parents, you know, that's okay with me. So <laughs> first time I met Kaiko, my first impression was kind of like um, clean cut, kind of, um, you know, really, what's the right word? Kind of like, um, <laughs> you know, Japanese, you know, kind of like really Japanese sister-like, um, you know, um, really sweet, um, nice, really cute. And, um, but um, I think, well, how, yeah, first impression is just her heart for, um, for the divine principle. Um, I think that what really got me. And um, her faith, definitely her faith with the church. Um, right. <laughs> I'm not sure if I answered that question. 
That's good. Anything yeah. to add, Taiko? Um, for me, the first impression is important too, but the second impression is more important mm. because for me, the first impression of Wonky was really bad. <laughs> so scary. I don't want to talk about him. But, you know, second impression was good. <laughs> so, well, I don't know, communication. <laughs> mm. Got it. That's good. Yeah. First impressions aren't everything. You can always make up for it and show your, your better side later on. Thank you, Kako Monkey. All right, I just want to give another big round of applause to our two couples. Thank you so much for sharing your stories and taking this time to answer questions from our audience. If you know how to use the reactions, you can give them a virtual applause, but I'm just so grateful to have this time. Um, before we end, just want to thank everyone. I want to hand it back to Shizuka for any last words or any announcements. Okay, thank you, Isaac. And thank you once again, Robert, Karina, Wonky, Kayako for sharing your story. I mean, I think you guys really just shared so openly and honestly and, uh, yeah, it's just really, it's really neat. I love doing these because it's so cool to see how unique each couple is and how different they are, but how it works. And uh, yeah, very sweet, really awesome. So thank you so much for coming on with us and uh, sharing your story.